0: Bobby
1: Bones, post-show, pre-show. We'll get to who Ray Mundo thinks Amy's beef is with. I know it makes you uncomfortable to talk about. Mm-hmm. But you kind of have two beefs.
2: According to you, two I don't people? call them, I'm yeah. not two calling people. them one beefs. One in country
1: music, one not in country music. Oh. <sighs> but
2: they're not beefs.
1: Both celebrities? Yeah. Nice. They're <laughs> <laughs> not beefs. Yeah. Mike, do you know who they are, both of them?
0: No! Uh, we're not talking about them. You don't them. say it out
1: loud, but you do, right? One. you do? <clears throat> The, the uh, country music one or the non-country music? Country music one. Okay. I, I'm, I'll never out you. Okay. Raymundo wants to guess, though.
2: All right.
1: Raymundo, who do you think Amy's beef is with? Yeah, so uh, I just realized that recently it was... Um, the segments have been brought up and Amy got all fidgety and she never really alluded to who it exactly was, but she did say it had something to do with the podcast. And so it was within that two-week span I said, well, whose podcast is Bones going on or who is going on his podcast? And the person went on your podcast. So that kind of told me that maybe it is this person. Another thing is they're never on the show. So I thought maybe on our show, the big show, Bobby Bone show. I thought so maybe that's because of the beef with Amy. And the third thing is Amy refers to this person as that blank guy. What? And not necessarily a disrespectful way, but it's in a very... That blank guy. What's the blank? That Hardy guy. Oh, Hardy. Oh, got it. Oh, what? He thinks it's His Hardy. His name
2: is... Heart. Okay, so but that Hardy guy is his name.
1: Yeah, the Hardy guy.
2: Okay. And I just said, I the other day I actually said I love this song. Turn it up.
1: <laughs> oh, are you throwing this off though? Amy, is your beef with Hardy?
3: No. no it's not.
2: Yeah. That's a good But that is good some, clues, like the details. But she did I get just it. admit
3: it. She has beef because you said, is your beef
1: with Hardy? She said no, but,
3: but that means I mean there don't is beef have somewhere beef, else. But oh. the person
2: I don't have beef with is not Hardy.
1: The person she doesn't have beef with. is not, <laughs>
2: Right. Actually,
1: yeah. Yeah, I like the guy. I'd never met him. I think maybe we had bumped each other one time many years. I don't remember. But I remember that I'd never really met him. And, you know, he, he's just killing it right now. And had him over. Really liked him. Had a great talk. It's on the last week's episode of the Bobbycast. And I guess what really kind of spurned it was I was with Devin Dawson. And they had written a bunch of stuff together, including God's Country. And I was like, you know what? I've never actually had Hardy on. Let's, let's bring him in. So he came over to the house. It was fantastic. And also, he's not beeping with Amy.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm. I can
1: say that without a doubt. Uh, but we will move off of this. Okay. They stole a Cat in the Hat statue from a public library <sighs> outside over the weekend. What are you going to do with that? Keep it at your house?
4: A whole statue?
1: Well, yeah, because I'm, Cat in the Hat was written by Dr. Seuss. Right. Big book. Probably just a dumb kid more than someone stealing it to sell it, right? You put it
4: in the backyard, though, so no one can see it. They
1: put up a whole missing sign for it. It's colored. It's, like, bl- red, bl- white. It's kind of cool. Uh, the Brentwood Police Department is searching for a stolen cat in the hat, according to their Facebook page. It has been a holiday fixture at the Christmas tree at the library for more than 20 years, so it's been Aww. up for a long time. Oh man. It was made by a local artist. It's valued at 2500 bucks. They have pictures of the truck that stole it. mm It's a a red G. Yeah, (laughs)
2: That's
1: in my backyard. No
2: questions asked, just return it.
1: (laughs) No, I didn't say that. If we could track that thing thing down, we'd be heroes.
4: Yeah, how cool would that be?
1: That would be great.
4: I'll get working on it.
1: Lunchbox is always trying Mm. to go out and do vigilante stuff. Yeah, I am. Track down the cat in the hat statue. I'll look at the truck, see if I can get a license plate. Um, I think that's it for now. Quick post show. Wanted to do that Amy segment. I have to go to the bathroom so bad. <laughs> I've been waiting for like an hour to go pee. Um, okay, thank you guys and uh, enjoy today's show. Bye everybody. go. Come on, Bobby.
0: Bobby
5: Transmitting America. This
0: is the Bobby Bones show. Let's go.
1: Hey guys, welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning studio. Morning. Morning. The manager of a Chick Fil A restaurant in the Carolinas is re- receiving praise. Because he helped out with the COVID vaccination site, because there was a computer glitch, the traffic was all backed up, it was all wrapped around the building in weird ways, and they could not figure out how to get these cars there. So they called the manager of the (laughs) (laughs) Chick-fil-A right down the road, because if someone knows how to manage a lot of traffic in a tiny spot, it's Chick-fil-A. For sure. We were just talking about this. They have two lines of traffic going in now, and somehow they... Run two lines, people fall into the exact mm-hmm. right order. Efficiently, the, yeah. The weirdest part is when you're in those two lines and you got to then get into one line to go through the window.
4: You struggle with that? It seems like everyone kind of knows what to do and knows what order to be in. It's very strange how well it works. And it's very strange how they just
1: are like, yep, here's your bag, here's <laughs> your bag, here's your bag. And what if somebody had happened to pull out in front of the other person? Uh-uh, they and know. I still haven't had the chicken sandwich, though. Yeah, me either. Have you, anyone no. had nope. the, the chicken sandwich? Because they have a new chicken sandwich. And you know it's going to be good. Um, in the Good News Countdown last week, we read a story about a lady working at a Wendy's drive through in Seattle, and she said, I love you to thousands of customers to help lift their spirits. And over 2,000 customers said it back. Remember the story? Yeah. So Lunchbox called a few places to see how many would say I love you back to him. Just on the phone, just talk to them and then say I love you <laughs> to see if he could get people to say it back. Here is a a, a corner-like little gas station.
3: Question, do you guys carry 2% milk? We do, yes. Oh, man, I love you. And what time are you uh, closed today?
6: Uh, 12 o'clock.
3: Oh, thanks, man. I love you. Yep. Love you.
6: Have a good day, sir.
3: I love you.
1: <laughs> Thank you, man. Have a- I love you. All right. Love you. All right. Oh, for 1. Uh, here he is calling a grocery store.
5: Thanks for
3: calling. We can help you. Uh, yes, ma'am. Do you guys carry Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yes, we do. I love you. Thank you. You're
5: welcome.
1: I love you. Love
5: you too. Have a good one. Hey. You too, buddy. <laughs> Got
1: one. <laughs> do you carry cinnamon toast crunch? <laughs> like it's some foreign delicacy. Uh, funny. Uh, here you go. Here's that retail store in the mall.
5: How can I help you?
1: I uh, guess. Do you have any leather e-
3: bracelets? We do not. Oh man. Thank you so much. I love you. Yeah,
5: no problem. Bye. Wait, wait,
3: wait. What time are you guys open till?
5: Oh, we are open till seven.
3: Oh, cool. Love you. Thank you.
5: Yeah, no problem. Love but you. You're welcome.
3: Have a great day. You too. Bye, bye. <laughs> love you.
1: Uh-uh. No, no like one for three. All right, here's uh one more. Uh, here's a tire shop. Hold on. Let's let's see what he's gonna ask for.
4: Let's guess. what he's... A tire do you, shop? Do you have uh rims? What is the, like a 33s? Like is that like a famous tire? Like you got 33. So you're wheels? saying he's gonna
1: ask for a size wheel? <laughs> yes. What do you think he's gonna ask for?
2: I probably air in his tire.
4: Okay. Thank you
5: for choosing. My name is How can I today? Oh yeah, do
3: you guys balance and rotate the tires? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, we do. Oh, that's awesome, man. Love you. Thank you. But appreciate that. No problem. What question? Yes, sir. If I got a tire in my nail, are you able to get that out? What? Yes, sir. Oh, man. Thank you. Love you so much. Love you, dude. Love you. No problem, sir. No, hey, hey. I love you.
6: Love you, sir. <laughs> love you, man. All right, sir. Love
4: you, too. <laughs> he said it twice. Great. So the tire and the nail, huh? That's, that's tough. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's got to be a big nail to get some tire yeah, but, but in But it. they can do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. <laughs> I got on a TikTok, and I did a thing where I said, these are the five best singers in country music. I feel like, in my position, I've been able to either be a foot away from them while they perform, either in the studio or on a big stage, or, heck, I've been on stage singing with a lot of these folks, too. You know, and Eddie and I's band, The Raging Idiots, will come on stage and sing with us. I've, I've literally sang a duet with one or two of these folks. But I feel like I can just tell you who the best singers are in country music right now, from okay. personal experience. Now, I... T- this is current modern country music singers. So don't come in with Hank Sr.
4: <laughs> Johnny Cash?
1: Yeah, people are <laughs> okay. like, well, you know, you're you're forgetting Dolly. Well, right now, she won't be able to sing as good as... Yeah. Right, So here we go. Number five is Luke Combs. Long
5: come, never my
1: I think because he has such a dominating voice and he sings about such normal things, people don't hear how great of an actual singer he is. When I compared his singing style to that of getting on a roller coaster, when it shoots you out real quick and you're like, <gasps> you know how it jerks you? Mm-hmm. When he starts singing, it scares you. Because it's so powerful. But it's but, controlled. But it's so controlled and he's still able to do all the runs. <sighs> yep. Like he's doing what Christina Aguilera does, but he does not with the... The voice of a common man. <laughs> yeah. a big old beard. Doesn't he sound, isn't it startling at how loud and powerful yes, he Yes, I
2: was trying to think of that one song where out of the gate it is, so, and he sang it in here for the first time, but the one, it was like about the weather.
4: The hurricane. When it rains, it pours. Oh.
2: Something. Yeah. <laughs> They're <laughs> like, all about right weather. right at the beginning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's my number five, the best singers, mm-hmm. not best artists, not best songs, but pure singers. Number five is Luke Combs. Number four is Chris Stapleton. Again, I think his look. People go. Well, he's probably not a good singer. He's just a good artist. He can scream. Man, the guy has the best rasp in country music. Like he can go sing loud, strong, and then and do that thing where it's ah, and it just be right, right, perfectly pitched. Pretty amazing. Just a great singer. Chris Stapleton, have at number four. At number three, I have Brett Eldridge. Oh yeah. Say
4: me the Lord.
1: Sometimes when someone comes in and sings, you kind of get goosebumps. When he comes in during Christmas and sings Oh Holy Night," or and it's just him and like a single piano, you're just going, "All right, this guy is just pure vocals, like very full, and he just one of the best voices." I put him at number three. Number two, Carrie Underwood. Oh once I sang with her on stage at the Ryman, we did a duet of a, of a song that we did together. And we didn't practice because she got there, I got there at different times. And so we each did our sound check, but we didn't get there to practice beforehand. And so she came on to sing her part and she started singing and I thought like something alien was coming out of her mouth. It was <laughs> yeah. that strong and, and perfect. And, and I was hearing in my ears, my inner ear monitors, the, the straight feed. You're not hearing any processing or anything. It was just straight in the ears and I was like, holy crap, this is like the greatest thing I've ever heard. But at number one, the best singer in country music. Who do you guys have before I hit it? Oh, I thought it was going to be Carrie. Me too.
2: I mean, there's still a lot of amazing singers. But but none
1: none that are elite, even like Carrie. And it was close between one and two. Gosh.
2: Oh. Young.
1: I'm not saying. You can pick whoever you want. Young Jock, the rapper? Young,
2: why are you saying yeah, Young? Young. Like, young young Well, I'm thinking, because male or female, give us hints.
1: Mm-mm. I'm just asking who your opinion is. I'm not asking you to guess mine.
2: Okay. Uh, Lauren Elena has one of the best voices I've ever I almost heard.
1: put her in this. Ooh. Yeah, she was probably number six.
2: Okay.
4: And I guess I'll, oh, I want to go Garth. When
1: I want to go Garth. When I tell you, though, you're going to go, oh, duh. It's Shay Mooney from Dan and Shea. Oh, Ch- yeah, oh, duh. Oh, yeah. duh. Of course. just Standing there. Once I asked Shay, I said, hey, is there any, ever any songs that you're like, ooh, like you hear on the radio, you hear streaming, and you're like, oh, I can't sing that. And he's like, no. <laughs> yeah, I can't sing anything.
4: <laughs> it's true. And he
1: wasn't being cocky, he was just being honest. Like, Shay, and here is a clip of uh, Shay with vocals only, no music surrounding him.
5: Oh, i just standing there in that dress. What it's doing to me ain't a secret. Cause watching you is all that I can do. And now speechless
1: Shay's the guy that when he performs at an award show, people stand up and clap their hands because of the performance he just gave vocally. Mm-hmm. Not because of how big the song was or if they deserve awards, but they're just everyone's blown away. Even the people that blow people away are blown away when Shay Mooney sings. Speechless. Amy, try to sing that as best you can. Oh, what? That, that, what? speechless. Which part? I mean, really,
4: spe- like, ah, uh, speechless. And you got to do it in that
1: key. Uh, try, try, try to sing no, it as best it's you just can. Like no, not
2: Amy, good. Amy, Amy, okay, but Amy. even now, I can't hear I to, it. Okay. okay.
6: Will
4: you play the
1: full song? Ah,
2: speechless. Okay.
1: Now and I want you to hit the whole thing as hard as you can. Go.
2: Ah, I'm speechless. Standing there, looking at you in the black dress. I don't know. I don't know the, don't know the words. That's pretty good. But I mean, yeah, that's hard. Props to Shay Mooney.
1: The best singer in country music. Yeah, yeah, hands down. And so, a little controversial TikTok I put up. People, then, then I got. I thought you were going to talk about country music.
4: What? Oh, Stop like, it. People, they're
1: like, well, if you don't know Trent J. Dobbins from okay. North Platte, and I'm just like, okay, Ugh. get off my feed. There you go. Check it out, Mr. Bobby Bones. <laughs> I feel like I'm a giver. I try to be a giver, you know? Yeah, you are. I'm always trying to think, what can I do to help folks? Sometimes I don't do it right, but I try. And so I have Haley back on the phone for a third time to play Never Gonna Get It. She's lost twice. I've, I feel like I've given her every chance. <laughs> Haley, how the heck are you?
5: I'm really good now that I'm back on the show.
1: Now, you've, you've come on twice. You've lost both times. How has it been in the home life when people know, oh, Haley, you've really let us down?
5: Yeah, I've showed a lot of my family and friends and everyone was like, you should have stuck with this, you should have done that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, once you know the answer, it's obvious. But yeah, it's a little embarrassing, but hopefully third time's charm.
1: We've given Haley two chances to win the game. She still hasn't come through. She's playing for the same prize. Like the prize isn't some giant prize. It's just for her not to be humiliated on national radio. But here you go. She's playing for a $50 marathon gas gift card. She needs to pick the show member she thinks will get the questions right or she can pick no one. By the way, you guys Mm -hmm. win 20 bucks if you get it right. Oh, right, right. Okay, let's play Never Gonna Get It. Okay, this is a truly hard question that I don't think you'll ever get. Are you ready, guys? Ready. Ready. If you needed to replace this everyday item now, you can do it for as little as $5. But the first ones did cost more than $20,000 when they hit the market. What is it? What? Hmm? If you needed to replace this everyday item now, you could do it for as little as five bucks. But the first ones did cost more than twenty thousand dollars when they hit the market. What is it? I can give you guys a hint. Go ahead, uh, please. Can me to give a hint. Okay. There's one within seventy-five feet of every one of you.
4: Seventy-five how, feet. How far is that? That's not in this room. <laughs>
1: Or is it? I'm just saying within 75 feet. There's one in this building. There, there's you, probably you can more can than one.
2: but there is as one. it there as is. little as
1: What? If you need to replace this everyday item, you can now do it for as little as five bucks. But the what? first ones did cost more than $20,000 when they hit the market. What is it? Oh, my gosh, guys. You got it? Oh, I got it. Lunchbox I, is
4: in. Oh, yeah. I thought I had it, too, but the, the hint threw me off.
2: So what
4: did then, you think it was? Well, I'm still going to keep it, Oh that's all I got. <laughs> okay. okay. Amy, do you have yours answer I, now?
3: I had something, and then I went something else. Oh, boy. Come on. Uh,
2: yep. Okay. Morgan? Yeah, I think I have it.
1: Ray? Yeah. Okay. All right, Haley, you, have, you can pick that somebody of the five is going to get it, or that nobody's going to get it. Haley, you might want to come over here. <laughs> I think... <laughs> You don't have to pick any specific person. You can pick either uh, somebody gets it of the five or nobody gets it of the five. Okay, I'll
5: go with
1: somebody gets it this time. Wow. Yeah, That's a good one. let's go. Okay, let's go to Raymundo, our audio producer sitting in the glass room. Raymundo, the question is, if you need to replace this, you can do it for as little as five bucks. But the first ones did cost more than 20000 when they very first hit the market. What is it? Going with that 75 feet hint, I said faucet. There's one within 75 feet. It's under 5 bucks. It seems like it would be expensive back in the day. $20,000. Interesting. Interesting. Wow. Okay, Morgan?
0: I don't know if it's $20,000, but I feel like something that is as little for $5 is a light bulb that you can change every day.
5: Oh, well, and light
0: a- used to be like a huge thing.
4: That's a good guess.
7: So-
0: good guess, because I got
7: light ball.
4: <laughs> Let's go! Huh.
3: At first, I had batteries. Then you said 75 by feet, and I saw no batteries laying around. And I went bulbs! But but there's light bulb! But there are batteries, all and there are us. batteries
1: and things too. Everywhere. Everywhere. And
4: there's a light like less. There's like,
1: like three right feet here, away. right I
3: could touch it. Yeah, but if he said okay. three feet,
1: Eddie, he would give it
4: to you. Eddie, what's your answer? So I went the route of back when there were only really rarely a cell phone, and you needed that charger, and it was. Twenty thousand dollars to get that charger. Give me cell phone charger. The cell
3: phone didn't even cost twenty thousand.
4: I don't. Okay, it's a dumb one. Amy,
2: a <laughs> charger have um printer ink. What? Oh my goodness,
4: that might be worse than phone charger.
2: <laughs> no, it's not. Because <laughs> <laughs> like it's Eddie, think about how expensive ink is. Yeah. I know it's it's more than five dollars, but still, any part of a printer. Haley. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do you think any of them got that right? No.
5: I mean, life is a good one. But I'll, yeah, I'll, the rest of them, I don't think that. I'll <laughs> let you change
1: your mind if you'd like. You have picked that one of the five would get it, and I mean, she really only has one shot. It's Morgan and I, <laughs> but is it libel Yeah, it,
5: it's either life or nothing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you think they um, get it? Yes or no? You can change your mind.
5: Yeah. Okay. I think I'm gonna go no because I feel like. Oh, light bulb's closer
1: than seventy five feet from right. everyone. No, no, no! It's, so it's within. S- I'm going to tell you this. It's way to me. It's way closer than seventy five feet. So I'm going to tell you. I just said that to. Oh, get, why would you say that? Because I just wanted to give you guys a number it. to not get the answer to throw us off. I'm well, that's telling you, a it,
2: pointless. It, hint? No, it's not.
1: It's uh, it's in the building. Ugh. Okay, oh, hold
2: on, hold on, hold on. I just don't think the light bulb is twenty thousand dollars. What do you think?
1: What do you want to change your answer to? Man. A man? No, no, no,
3: no. There's no way. No, I'm wrong. Man. Oh, what were you gonna say? I'm, I'm sticking just light say bulb. It. I thought car key, but then I'm like, it doesn't cost twenty thousand dollars to get a car key made
1: back in the day. I From me, it's within ten feet. Still
4: not a light bulb. What do you mean? There's a light, it's a light bulb right, right there. That's four feet. No, no, I'm saying it's within ten it's feet. Within 10. Oh my
1: gosh! I hate that.
2: I hate that, that. Five hint. dollars?
1: Yeah, a light bulb is five dollars if you go to Home Depot. Okay, so you're 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 thinking. Haley, it's either light bulb or nothing, right? Yes,
5: yeah, that's the only option. Okay, do
1: you want light, light Do you want light bulb? I'll tell you this. You're right in that it's either light bulb or nothing. Yes,
4: let's go. <laughs> let's
3: go. It's yeah, good. we know that let's much.
2: I, I guess so. I guess, I guess it's light bulb.
1: Haley, do you want light bulb or nothing?
2: Okay, I'll, I'll
3: take light bulb. Oh. Yes, let's go, Haley. Let's drive that car. Let's <laughs> fill that tank. Fill that tank.
2: Yes. All right, show me. Light bulb. <laughs> no! Oh, no. God, the suspense.
1: It is. Any other guesses probably I tell you? It's, I'll tell you what. It's within four feet of me. PV? A
2: microphone? Your
4: glasses. Mm-hmm.
2: A, a, a mouse? A computer oh. mouse. What?
1: Yeah. Who uses
3: a
2: mouse
4: see anymore? See, a charger? phone charger's not that way
2: off. Oh, yeah. Neither is a printer. No, okay. Char-
1: Haley, you're now 0 for 3.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I'm so bad. I'm the worst for this
5: game. Bonus round! Let's go,
1: Haley's! This is going to be quick, okay? Okay, Okay. Okay. I'll get it real quick. Roughly 19% of us believe God will play a role in this, according to the Public Religion Research Institute. Some would consider it trivial. What is it? I
7: don't understand.
5: Yeah. Roughly
1: 19% of us believe God will play a role in this specifically, some will feel it's trivial. What is it? You have fifteen oh. seconds. Oh, oh, Amy knows. <laughs> yeah, Amy, I got
3: that. I know it. I know what you're talking about. I got it. What? 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 Oh,
1: God, what, 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 what
3: is it, does
2: it? Should I? Can we keep it broad or does it need to be super specific?
1: Well, this is somewhat specific. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm pretty specific. Nineteen percent. All right. We'll get no more games. Haley, yes or no? Does somebody on the show get it? I got it. I got Ooh. it.
2: Uh, no. <laughs> okay,
1: Ray, what do you have? Significant other.
4: Morgan.
2: Finding a partner.
4: Eddie. The end of the world. <laughs> you guys, are, you guys right. are nuts.
3: More than
2: 19% would lose. It's God trivial.
4: It's trivial.
2: You yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. all are wrong. Yeah, all we three know they're wrong. wrong. That's it's
3: winning and losing. They they pick your team. Because God wants your team to win. It's winning and losing. Amy?
2: I have who wins a sports game. Yes, let's
3: go, Amy. We are in this. Let's go. I knew it. Amy, you were on the right wavelength. I said, Right, it in your I know. Eyes.
1: The answer is. Who wins a Super Bowl? No! I'll give it to you. Yeah. Oh, that's,
3: what, that's
2: what I was, was going to say. Super Bowl. But
1: then...
3: What you said name? not to this be specific.
2: Girl. Oh my goodness, yeah.
1: Haley, I'm, I'm sorry Haley. you lost again.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I know. It's misleading. You think that I'm never going to get it, and then I get it. <laughs>
1: well, I got it too. I'll tell you what, we'll check in with Haley in about two weeks. We'll try again. Uh, oh, man. Okay. All right, bye Haley.
2: Bye. All
0: right. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number 2's 30 Second Skinny. Brothers Osborne isn't afraid to speak out to help others.
3: It would all be for nothing if all I got at the end of the day were just really nice cars and homes and all of these possessions, but I didn't do a single damn thing to help anyone else.
0: Thomas Rhett talks about whose concert he would love to go to if he could be going to concerts right now.
1: Oh my goodness. I, at this point, I would go see anybody. But uh, if you've never seen Bruno, it really is an incredible show. Even just in our genre, I got to sing with Luke Combs when he played at Bridgestone. Luke Combs' concert is absolutely mind-blowing. I've never seen people sing album cuts louder than the singles in my entire life, except for the Luke Combs concert. So I would definitely encourage everybody to go watch him on the road.
0: Rory Feek, one half of country duo Joey and Rory, is releasing a new album this spring. It's called Gentleman and will feature a collaboration with Vince Gill. It will be his first album since his wife Joey passed away in 2016. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny.
1: It's time for the good news.
5: With Bobby. Tell me something good.
1: A retired doctor in Texas is still seeing patients, but he doesn't charge for his services. Instead, Dr. Wilbur Cleaves works to help homeless and low-income people get the care that they wouldn't be able to afford anywhere else. He's been volunteering once or twice a week at Gabbard Clinic for about 20 years, And he hasn't let the pandemic stop him either. Now he's moved his free services outside of the clinic's breezeway so he doesn't compromise his health. The doctor said, quote, we're a whole lot better than nothing. And nothing is what most people get. So compared to nothing, even outside, we're high tech. According to Cleves, luck plays into life circumstances. And that luck doesn't give everyone the same opportunity. So he's willing to risk it wants to help people out, and just wanted to recognize him, Dr. Wilbur Cleves. It's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show.
5: Bonehead. Story
0: of the day.
3: This story comes to us from Canada. A 46-year-old man had some people over for a barbecue. He's cooking, and his dog, for some reason, goes crazy and bites three people. So He's like, man, i got to put the dog down. He pulls out the gun and tries to shoot the dog. Only problem he'd been drinking, he shot a friend.
2: <gasps> oh, oh.
4: Oh. I mean, both is pretty bad. That whole story sucks. Yeah.
3: Yeah, he missed the he missed the dog, hit the friend. The friend's okay.
4: <laughs> friend's okay. <laughs> Hopefully they got that dog to a good place.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
3: he's been taken by yeah. the city.
2: So it's a little town, something <laughs> <laughs> kind
1: of. That story made me feel weird in my belly.
3: I don't like that story.
1: <laughs> All right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> I'll give you the slogan to a breakfast cereal. All you have to do is name the cereal. Right? Okay, yeah. easy. Mm-hmm. For example, they're great! Frosted, Frosted flakes. flakes. Right. Yes. No, Write your answers down. Oh. This is survival style. Oh, love it. Last one standing wins. Ready? Come on. Number one. Silly rabbit blank are for kids. Amy? Tricks. Lunchbox? Tricks. Eddie? Tricks. Correct. Number two. The Breakfast of Champions. Oh, Amy snarled her no, She doesn't know. What? Come on, Amy.
2: Calm down, I know.
1: Oh, we had this as kids <laughs> all the time, right? What'd you get? Wheaties. Lunchbox? Wheaties. Eddie? Wheaties. Good. Yeah. Pretty easy ones. Breakfast cereal slogans. Who's is Snap, Crackle, Pop? Wait for Lunchbox's head to come up. All right, good. Amy? Rice Krispies. Lunchbox? Rice Krispies. Eddie? Rice Krispies. Correct. Um, Cuckoo for blank. Amy? Cocoa Puffs. Lunchbox? Cocoa Puffs. Eddie? Cocoa Puffs. Correct. They're magically delicious.
3: Oh, man, that's a tough one.
1: No, it's not. They're magically delicious.
3: I can, I see it. Write it down. Shush!
1: <laughs> then you just got shushed on live radio. I, I did, Dang. Wow, Dang. Wow, wow, wow.
3: Dang. I'm out, then. I don't know this is magically <laughs> delicious. What is magically delicious? Oh, Oh gosh, this is gonna be. tough. I don't know if it's right, but I'm gonna go with it. All right, uh, let's go to lunchbox first. Cinnamon Toast Crunch,
4: really?
2: Hmm.
1: That's incorrect. I just yeah yeah. I know. Amy was struggling a bit, so I'm wondering if she got it. Lucky Charms. Yeah, that's right. Eddie, yeah, Lucky Charms. All right, good. Oh. Magically <laughs> delicious. Two people remain. Kid tested, mother approved. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I don't even know. they
1: got real hard. Wait, what?
2: And these are all cereals. Amy, I didn't change
1: it to steak right in the middle of the game. <laughs> steak? No, I was
2: making sure it wasn't <laughs> Give me ribeye.
1: like... Give me Omaha. I was <laughs> making
2: sure it wasn't like a, a Lego My
1: No, no, yeah, yeah. All breakfast cereals. <laughs> it just changes the game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was cur- confirming it was breakfast foods. Okay. Um, no, it's all, cereal. All cereal. Kid, okay.
1: kid tested, mother approved.
2: I'm picturing it in my head. Kid tested, mother approved. Woo! Ooh!
4: Wow, that came to you. That's quite the talent. Do you have it? No, I don't know. I'm guessing. Me too. Amy. Life. Eddie. Life. <sighs> Wrong. Wow. Oh, what
2: it? Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Is it the what? like tricks, but some other ball?
4: Yeah, Kicks.
1: Kicks. Yeah. Is it kick? Yeah. <laughs> Kicks. Oh, that's it. that's oh, a terrible. I one.
2: couldn't think of it.
1: All right, uh, speed round. If you know it, say it. You, you win the whole game. Say our name? You say your name.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> Ready? Be happy, be healthy.
2: Amy. Eddie.
4: Amy by a hair.
1: woo <laughs> sure.
2: Um, Grape, grape nuts. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's
4: funny, Amy. Eddie? <laughs> I'm going to go checks. Incorrect.
1: Be happy, be healthy. I tried to lay on B a little bit. It's Honey Nut Cheerios, a little B. Oh, Oh, B- you're right.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Still in it. Speed around. Okay. They're A, B, C. Delicious. Amy. Amy.
2: Ha! <laughs> Cheerios. <laughs> no. Why did you oh, a British, British Cheerios?
1: Accent? First of all, we just did it, and secondly, Al- that's not a British. ABC, <laughs> Eddie, <they're
2: laughs> a B C, delicious.
1: Eddie, they're
4: A B C, delicious. Now, which is the one that has? all... Are you doing breakfast cereals? <laughs> no, Eddie. Right now, I'm doing smoothie facts, <laughs> <Huh. laughs> smoothie places. Yeah, you know, ah. Oh. Now Al- I know. Alphabets, right? Is it called alphabets? Alphabets, correct. You and yeah! what,
2: what is it called? It's called
4: alphabets. I'm giving it to him. It's a cereal, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, Eddie, you are the winner. Nice Thank job. Thank you, man. Thank music out. music out there. Come on. Come on. Come
4: on. Come on. Everybody. Everybody. Eddie, down, down. Now
1: everybody!
4: Da da da
2: da 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 da.
1: Everybody,
6: let's go again! <sighs> <maryingen governor envie> Alright, there he yeah. is. <laughs> Eddie, congratulations. Thank you.
1: About to have Clint Black and his wife, Lisa Hartman Black, on the show, both great singers. Clint has so many hits, he's been on the show before. For example, Better Man.
7: Still I'm leaving. <laughs>
1: Killing Time.
7: Killing
1: time. Killing me. Nothing But The Tail Lights.
7: Yeah, the
5: the
1: They're getting them ready to come on now, but they went on The Mass Singer, and the song that we're going to talk about, they wrote during it. And here's a clip of them being revealed on The Mass Singer.
5: <laughs>
1: yeah. Nicole, you right. All right, there you go. Uh, they're on now. Here we go. go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Clint and Lisa Black. Hello, friends. Hey there.
7: Hi. How are
1: you? I'm pretty good. I got a lot of questions for you guys. First of all, let me just say for the 100th time to you and about you, I love you very much, both of you. Uh,
7: we love you. Yeah. Thanks. Before you say anything, Bobby, we have a... Really, really important announcement. Okay. Okay. There's a red camera, Camry, Toyota at the Target parking lot left its lights on. <laughs> Thank you for it's that. Don way. Thank
1: you. Okay, there he is, Clint Black. See, and that's what you—that's what happens with Clint the whole time. You gotta be ready. You don't know what's gonna come at <laughs> yeah, you. you do. You're on because you have a new song, "Till the End of Time," and I want to get to that. But that's—that's that's the main reason that we're back talking professionally again. However, I have some questions leading up to this. First of all, this is a love song. I want to know you guys' love story. Like, how did you meet, and how long until you knew?
7: Well, we met New Year's Eve uh, 30 years ago this past New Year's Eve, and we were married 10 months and 20 days later. So we knew pretty quickly.
1: And how long until when you guys got together and went on a first or second date? Uh, Lisa, I'll ask you, how long until you knew that Clint was the one for you?
6: Pretty quickly, I mean, there was an immediate attraction, and then we went on our first date, and we talked about everything under the sun, and and we just, I don't know, you just click, you just know there's something. I think, I think because we were a little bit older, you know, we weren't in our twenties, and so we'd lived quite, you know, we'd lived some life, and we had a lot of relationships. We just had a feeling, and we were right. It's thirty years later.
1: I'm about to get married for the first time uh coming up in oh, a few months. Yeah, I just I got engaged like last fall and you know, for me never been engaged, never been married, no kids yet, but all that's coming. But what is, you know, being together 30 years? Like what do you what advice do you give, you know, a newbie like me?
6: Well, first of all, congratulations. Yeah. That is wonderful. Good for you and her. Um communication, right?
7: Yeah, you know, when Roy Rogers heard we were getting married, he said, I'll give you one piece of advice. Don't ever go to bed angry. Uh, A way a psychologist talked about it in a book was, uh, if you look at emotions as drops of mercury on the table, you want to clear one off before another one comes along, because before too long, you'll end up with a blob. You can't dissect it. You can't identify anything from the path. So it's good to get that stuff out of the way as you go. Uh, We're going to make mistakes. We're going to misread each other, and uh, you have to assume the best of your spouse and give them a chance to tell you that it was only gas. Uh, That's why I was looking at you that way.
6: Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So you have to deal with it in the moment. That's my quick answer. In the moment. Don't wait. Don't, you know, you got to deal with it now and yeah. move on. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm done. I'm so done.
1: <laughs> Clint Black, Lisa Hartman Black are both on the show right now. They have a new song called Till the End of Time, which they wrote while they were on The Mass Singer. Let me play a clip of this song real quick. You a-
7: Song or the perfect
1: now, when it says you wrote it during the Mass Singer, did you write it while you were in Los Angeles, like, doing the show, or did you, like, write it at home in between tapings? How, how did this song come about? It
7: was, it was right after, and we were all talking, and somebody said we should record the prayer, and we were thinking, yeah, you know, we could record one of the songs we did. And I thought maybe I could write something new, and I beat my head against the wall for days until I finally came up with the opening line, which is, "I can tell you how the story never ends." It, it just came together quickly.
1: How did someone approach you two to do the mass? Because you guys were the owls, if I'm remembering correctly. What was that? Who gave you that call, and what was the pitch to you guys to do it together?
6: We were in the kitchen actually, and Clint has a little station for his computer and. An email came in, and we started laughing, and and it went from laughter to Ooh, maybe we're wow. going to do this. We love the show. We you know. And then we really laughed.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Once you agree to do something outrageous, then the giddiness kicks in. Yes.
1: I'm assuming it's pretty secretive when you're doing the show in real time. Like, how secretive were they when oh, yeah. when you were on set or oh, near set?
6: Everything is very, very secretive. I mean, the idea of doing something together like that seemed like so much fun. And then, like he said, you commit and, and you realize what you've taken on. And the whole secrecy thing, I mean, you dress head to toe. She wore sandals to the set, and they, gave the uh, they said
7: you can't get out of the car with your feet showing. <laughs> with your
6: feet showing, right. So, I mean, you, really, you truly are. You're covered head to toe. They inspect you before you get out of the car. Then you go to your dressing room. Then if you leave the dressing room for something, you're back in it. So it, it's quite Just a... Just to the point deal. when
7: we'd get back to the hotel and we should start to leave the hotel for something and look around for our suit our coverage suit
5: right
7: oh no we don't have we can be ourselves
6: at first it's kind of fun because you're feeling really sneaky and you're part of this like group of you know it's the sneakiness is fun and then then it becomes a a bit laborious but it's fine i mean we we enjoyed it so much it was great to work together like that
1: do you know who the other contestants are or is that all secret too
6: Oh no, boy. but but you could sometimes we could
7: overhear someone else's rehearsals and I heard one of the singers and I said, to Lisa, that's Leanne and she said, Oh, maybe it is and she and then she had an idea I think of who it might be. And then we weren't sure after that and then when we saw the show when it aired, uh it was it was we quickly knew. We knew right away.
1: Well listen, I hope everybody out there that's listening to me now. We'll check out Till the End of Time. It's a new song from Clint and Lisa. and Lisa. Uh, hey, uh, Lisa, let me ask you a question. What is, what's your favorite all-time Clint Black song?
6: Well, I love... Um, I know, it's tough. Something. She something really likes we... Loosen Up My oh, Well, I yeah, that yeah, for yeah. the gym. I love Loosen Up My strings, but I love something that we do. Yeah, but I I mean, there are just so many, fortunately He's so talented and he's written so many incredible songs I mean, it's true Say more stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) Okay I I love something that we do And and then uh, until the end of time
7: We're going to go on tour together this November And I'm going to make her sing one of my uh, Take one of my old hits and turn it into a duet So Bobby, the name of the tour is Mostly Hits and the Misses (laughs) How's that? (laughs)
1: When you guys decide you're gonna announce it, come in here, do a little performance. You guys can perform together. I'd love to see you guys in person. Once we all get that 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 shot in our shoulder, and you know I adore you. Until the end of times, the new song. Uh, good to talk to you guys, and hopefully I will see you, you
7: soon. Too. Okay. Hey, thanks. Look Thank for you. us on PBS, by the way. Finding your roots. Find out uh, the, the terrible background of my life. Wait, are you? Be- I don't. I never know if you're serious, Clint. Ever. <laughs> I, I know. Congratulations
6: on the
1: engagement. I never know. I never know if he's messing with me or not. I think he's been serious. Okay. PBS, February 23rd. (laughs) Find my. The History of the Owl on Mass Singer. Okay, Clint. Talk to you later. (laughs) Bye, Lisa.
5: All right. Bye.
1: Bye. Your favorite Clint Black song? Like the Rain. Strong contender for me.
4: Killing Time? Yeah, but probably. And I'm leaving
1: here, oh, better,
2: man. better man.
4: Probably, right? Nothing but the taillights? Mm,
2: that one's good. Nothing.
1: Oh, that's Come a on. jam, dude.
2: Oh, when my ship comes in.
1: Yeah. Jam sandwiches, mm-hmm. for sure. All right, Clint Black, Lisa Hartman Black, always fantastic. You just can never quite get a handle on Clint. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing therapists look at to determine your happiness is... Your smile. Okay.
2: Your... Outlook on life. Your, your
1: relationships. Oh. Oh. It doesn't matter if they're romantic or friendships, but they look at your relationships that you're involved with on a daily basis.
2: Because I can wh- see how that works. What
1: you the environment you put yourself in is what you are. You know, you are a product of your environment. And so the people you're with, the people's attitudes that you're with. So that's the number one thing they look at. So you can just take that into yourself Mm -hmm. and go, let me look at my relationship, see how happy I am, really.
2: Here's
1: Amy's pile of stories.
2: So this is cool. Luke Combs put out some merch that is supporting a good cause at the same time. 100% of the profits from this stuff, which there's a really cool camo hat that says Luke Combs, are going to the Barstool Fund, which are helping small businesses affected by COVID. And I saw a news story about a business that benefited from Barstool the other day, and it was the most heartwarming story.
1: Yeah, they've done a great job. Dave Portnoy, who runs that, and is a pretty controversial guy to some people, has really done just tremendous things with growing this. And now, like, full organizations, teams are donating Mm -hmm. to it, and they're helping out so many people. So, and good for Luke Combs for hopping in there, too.
2: Yeah. So, Budweiser's not going to air a Super Bowl ad for the first time since 1983, Instead, they're going to donate to coronavirus vaccine awareness efforts with that money. I think Pepsi and Coke are also sitting out of this game.
1: I'm telling you, though, Budweiser got more press by saying they're not doing a Super Bowl ad <laughs> Interesting. than they did by doing a Super Bowl ad. How about that? That's crazy. <laughs> think of the Budweiser ads, though, that were legendary. Uh huh. Frogs. Budweiser. Or. Uh, eh, oh what's up buddy. that's so good.
2: Was Bud McKinsey McKenzie? Of Bud no, Wiser? he was
1: Bud Light, I think. Oh, yeah, Bud Light. Okay. But thank you, Amy. Um, <laughs> bad. They also Budweiser also had the the big
4: horses. Yeah, the Clydesdales. The
1: Clydesdales. They've had a, a ton of famous Super Bowl ads. So famous that they could do two or three years the same type of ad, same theme in a row. Yeah. They were massive. So, but they are uh, not in the Super Bowl. This oh,
2: year. and speaking of the Super Bowl, I saw that.
1: And it was like, it's Chester Cheeto one from Butter. No, no, that's Cheetos.
2: Hey, Bud Light. It's <laughs> the Sam. same family. Okay, guys.
1: What about the leprechaun? Are you still a cereal? <laughs> yeah, Is no, that Bud? No. no, I mean, that's, mm-hmm. lucky, that's lucky Charms. charms. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. You done yet? <laughs> They're great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's Budweiser, right? No, no. no, no that's, frosted flakes. Frosted Flakes. <laughs> okay, go ahead.
2: Okay, nothing. I just had a side thing that popped in my head about the Super Bowl and Buffalo Wild Wings. I saw that they would give America free wings if we go into overtime.
1: Oh. Now it's a we. Yeah, it's a like, win. if we go into overtime. <laughs> that's true. If the Super Bowl goes into overtime, everybody in America gets free wings. Yeah.
2: That's crazy. Yeah, it's good. What do you think they, the odds are we'll go into overtime? No, not very
1: good. One in a hundred. No. But I
2: think that...
1: They have a, a pretty hefty insurance policy on that, maybe. Is that one of those you have to insure because it's going to cost so much?
4: I would think so. Yeah. All right, what else?
2: So TikTok put out morning routines that are good for people, and they say that having a special morning routine will help keep a smile on your face throughout the day, Have you'll have more of a positive outlook. So a few that were listed there are journaling positive thoughts in the morning, playing some music, stretching in bed, visualizing your goals, and putting your phone away, not busting out your phone like right when you wake up.
1: Here's my morning routine: <laughs> eyes open. Oh, I hate this. And then go about my day. But oh. every morning starts with the same. Oh, I hate this.
2: Yeah, that's that's not that's, that? that's Is, not that's not starting that off with positive thoughts.
1: Saying how you hate waking <laughs> up. I'm just not a morning person. I know right now I sound like Mr. Morning. Like if you're gonna give an award, I went. I mis- am. <laughs> it takes me three hours to get here.
2: Yeah, you sound like the host of a morning show. Yeah.
1: Zip zippity doo dah! All right, is that it, Amy?
2: Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pile.
1: That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news
2: with Amy. Tell me something good. So in Iowa, there's this seventh grade teacher, Mr. Evans, and he noticed in virtual teaching that a lot of the students had no place to do school from home. they were at the kitchen table or the couch or in their room with not a proper desk. So since he's a woodworker, he started making desks for students. Then he posted on Facebook more people were like, hey, we want to join you in this. So now he has a project called Woodworking with a Purpose. There's 50-plus volunteers that help him, and together they've built around 600 desks for students, which is pretty cool. Each cost of a desk is like 20, 25 bucks. At first he was using his own money, but now that more people are involved, they're volunteering, there's donations, and he's going to keep making them.
1: Have I talked to you about backgrounds on Zoom before? Where... The greatest thing for a lot of the kids that are virtual learning on Zoom is the ability to put a background up. <laughs> yeah. Well, because if you come from a place where you're embarrassed of your house or embarrassed yeah. of your situation, you don't have to show it.
2: Right. And a lot, it.
1: a lot of kids were embarrassed to be like, this is where I live. And so with the Zoom backgrounds, and some of the teachers would start to make the mandatory so that no kid would have to show. Wow. So it kind of equalized it a bit. Smart. So yeah, I thought that too. Yeah, that's a good story, Amy. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> Amy, you never mentioned how it was doing your podcast with Kimberly Schlappman from Little Big Town.
2: Oh, it was so good. It was so great. I'm excited for people to hear our whole talk. She did all four things with me, and she showed up with cookies. Mm. I told you. Mm
1: -hmm. Kimberly Schlappman, is the blonde singer in Little Big Town. You know, there are four people in that group, and just so nice. That whole group is so nice. And Amy said that Kimberly was coming to her house to record her podcast, Four Things with Amy Brown. And so, isn't she just the greatest?
2: Yeah, she's awesome, and I loved getting to know more about her. She's someone that she understands grief. She's, she's been through been a lot. Through a lot, mm-hmm. and you know, get, I think is going to be able to offer a lot of people hope with her story of how she came out on the other side stronger because of what she went through.
1: Well, give people an idea of what she went through, so we're not being so vague.
2: Okay. Well, in two thousand and five, she suddenly lost her husband to fourteen years. Like, got a call. She was on the road with Little Big Town promoting boondocks. And she's in the bathroom with Karen. And she got a phone call that her husband died at home. So that and they had married, again, 14 years. They were trying to have a baby. So she has fertility struggles, too, as well. So, which I know a lot of our listeners are going through some of that. So, anyway, her story is awesome and gives a lot of hope.
1: Love her. She brought cookies to my house, too. What can you, What'd she bring to your house?
2: Sugar cookies. And her, her tip, which she shares on the podcast, so it's not a secret, but she said her pro tip for cookies is almond extract. So I don't even know
1: what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go over to Amy and do the uh, morning corny. Here we go.
2: <laughs> the morning corny. What do you call a dancing lamb?
1: What do you call a dancing lamb?
2: A ballerina.
1: Okay, there you
2: go. Thank you. That was
1: the Morning Corny. Here's a wedding story for you. A woman who's unhappy about the way she looked in her wedding dress is apparently demanding that her family throw her a new wedding. These are always shocking stories to hear because I don't know anybody in my life that would act like this, but I'm just sure it's not their first time to act like this. It's just
4: bratty, man. It is. That's a good word for it, bratty. So
1: bratty. According to one of her family members, the problem with the original dress is that the bride purposefully got it tailored too small as an incentive to lose weight and then never lost the weight. Uh, That's what like I'm Eddie. dealing with with Eddie right yeah. now. <laughs> That's funny. This resulted in some unflattering wedding photographs that the woman is hoping to get a do-over for. So what do you think? But I think no. I think no, too. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page yeah, here. Nah, for no. sure
2: no. Mm-mm.
1: And the situation with Eddie is, is that... The suit that Eddie's gonna wear, we've got it covered where you're gonna get to keep the suit. You're Love gonna, it. Gonna, Thank get it, you. Fitted to you,
4: gonna get to keep the suit, but you're in this crazy diet where you've lost a bunch of weight yeah. by just eating fish and vegetables. I'm giving you my word today that I'm not gonna fluctuate. Like once I get to this weight, I'm gonna leave it until your wedding. After your wedding, no promises. But I'm gonna leave this weight and whatever I'm at at the end of this diet, I'm gonna keep it till your wedding. Today's January 27th. The wedding's not till summer. You got it, bud. Plus, I want to go to the beach too. If everyone's going to be able to travel and do this again, I want to be able to okay. go to the beach, take my shirt off, go fishing, stuff like that. Okay, if I send you to this place and you get fit, you can't come back and go, I need, we need to let this out a little bit. I'm telling you, I promise you, I will not do that. What do, do you
2: that. think I should do? I think this, how is this on you? This is going to be on him. So don't worry about it. You Sometimes, just
4: when you see a friend walking
1: into a buzzsaw, you stop the friend.
2: <laughs> right. Well, he, we know he's ignoring us. We've been trying to stop him from doing this the whole time, but he's still at it.
1: And this incentive didn't work for a
2: bride,
4: you know, because she wants new pictures. What about Eddie? He's just the best man. He's not even the groom. I got you, man.
1: Yeah, no. but
2: he wants to go to the beach and take his shirt off. Okay. okay.
4: Yep. But if I do gain weight, are you going to give me another suit? No. Okay. That's what I'm telling right, you. just checking. Jeez.
1: Okay, Lunchbox, talk with me here. Your wife comes to you and says What? She's always wanted to
3: learn how to drive stick. My car is a standard, and she doesn't know how to drive it. She's been begging me since we got married to teach her, and I always said no. And then so finally we became we came to an agreement that if she ruined my car, which I was worried about, that she would pay for any damages she caused out of her bank account.
1: So two things we need to address here. One, what kind of car is this? An 05 Altima 5-speed. Five vroom, vroom. Standard. Yeah. Rocking. Okay. Rocking. The next thing is, just quickly— You and your wife have completely separate money.
3: Separate bank accounts. That way you don't fight over money. Her money is her money. My money is my money. And we do percentages of bills and things like that.
1: So where did you go to teach her how to drive the car? Uh, Nissan Stadium. Oh, so you go to the football stadium. Nice. There's a lot of room there. A
3: lot of room, parking lot, not anybody around. So that way she can't hit anything. Okay,
1: here's clip one, Lunchbox explaining how to start up the car.
3: Alright, start it up. And you can start it in neutral if you want. Start it in neutral. It's in neutral right now. You're just having your foot on the brake. You don't need the clutch. Clutch and gas? No, 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 no. (laughs) No. Girl, girl. (laughs)
6: What?
3: You're not even on. The car's not on.
6: (laughs) Well, we were going a little.
3: Yeah, you are rolling because you're in neutral.
1: you said could start from neutral, <laughs> so oh, yeah. You sure got to turn on the dang car. So the car still isn't on.
3: No, she. No, she can't even turn the car on. She's pressing the gas without even being on, and we're rolling backwards. And she didn't understand. So eventually, she gets the car in motion. And I mean, or well, she tried to get the car in motion. But you, she got it on. She got it on. Okay. she got it on. We're teaching slowly. <laughs> just slowly let your foot off the clutch, and you're going to feel it. And as you're slowly coming off, the, oh my God. you've got to take that mercy break off, girl. <laughs> you got to teach me. I didn't know that that
6: was on. <laughs>
3: okay, it's off now. Now, with your foot kind of on the gas. So wait, I got to slow. I'm... As you're slowly taking it off the clutch, uh-huh. sl- slide your right foot to the gas. Now press the gas. Pass, oh, press like press the gas because you're rolling. Oh, my gosh. Am press I in ga- drive? G- yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you died.
3: <laughs> we were going backwards.
1: <laughs> how frustrated were you, wanted? Oh here? my gosh, like an eight, nine. I mean,
3: <laughs> she couldn't even understand that we kept rolling backwards. She didn't know if it was in drive. She, oh, it was, it was disaster. Okay, here is uh, one final clip. Set me up here. She's driving. She's starting to move, you know. But the problem is, she's headed straight for a curb, and she doesn't know how to brake or anything.
4: Yeah, that's a big part of it. She's <laughs> not a brake.
3: Oh, you gotta press that clutch! I oh did. my! Ah! <laughs> okay. There's a sidewalk. That's a curb right there, girl. Good grief! Uh, We're you just gonna run right into it? No. Did you see it? <laughs> did you see it? Honestly. I saw it, but I hadn't registered that it was
5: a dead end yet. <laughs>
3: There's a curb again. I know.
5: I'm swinging wide. Good so grief! Right here. Oh, Shoot, that sounded real bad. <laughs> right. oh, oh. oh, that didn't sound good.
3: <laughs> we'll work on that we'll one. What was that? She stalled out because oh, she okay. wasn't she wasn't giving it enough gas, so we're going slow, and it starts rocking back and forth, and uh, it's just.
2: Ugh. It sounds like she's having the best time.
3: Yeah, she's having a great time ruining the car. How did it end? I, I, I said that's enough for the day. Like, she wasn't ready to go on the road. I, there was no way oh, I was... Oh, the to, road. Like, yeah, I did not take her that. on the road because I was like, you are not ready for that. Like, it was just, it was too much. She did a good job. She finally got it to where she got it into the third gear. Sometimes she would go from first to fifth because she didn't really understand and it would stall out. But, I mean, she did better than I thought,
1: but boy, it was frustrating. How long till you go on the highway? That's what we want to hear.
3: <laughs> well, I hate to tell you, the highway is easier than the 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 regular streets because you got to start and stop yeah. on a regular street so highway once you're going you're good so I'm gonna give it another two weeks we'll practice and maybe take it on the side roads and see when she gets her courage she's a very scared
1: driver as it is
2: does anyone else notice how many times lunchbox calls his wife girl yeah, yeah.
4: notice that yeah hey it's just a, it's just a pet name who cares I'm I'm with you well, what's wrong with girl nothing I've never heard you call
1: her ever I never.
2: just I didn't know if that was like a new thing is it new? or is that what you do at home hey oh. girl.
1: I mean, it's just a name. Of, hey, girl. Just a girl. It's, it's not like telling her, hey, teenage girl. Well, She's a girl. just a girl. <laughs> yeah, hey, girl. would I mean, be creepy if it was, hey, teenage girl, yeah. but it's not. I mean, yeah. when we
3: call her, hey, hot stuff the whole time, I figure you'd get creeped out if I said
1: that. I think you're in a no-win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, in a couple weeks, hit us back with the audio of her on the big streets. Okay. <laughs> no rush, by the way. No rush. Oh, There's no, no rush. You, we gotta keep practicing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a guy named Nick who quits his job at a grocery store. He walks into the back employee area. He tells his coworker, Maria, hi, and... Then he goes over to the loudspeaker to make the announcement. Here, we had to bleep. There's some bleeps, but here's the announcement. On the loudspeaker, over the top. Here you go.
0: Hold on, man. Hold on, man. Hey, Maria. Attention all Pavilion shoppers. This is Nick, and I hate this job, and I'm quitting. Thank you. Can I hear right? <laughs> yep. I love you, Maria.
5: <laughs>
1: oh, man. Now, someone else recorded it. The audio sounds a little far away. But you can hear that it actually went out. And you can kind of hear it there, a little bit of the echo coming over the top. But here you go. This is the far audio.
7: <laughs>
1: In the comments, he said the reason he quit because his quote supervisors were trash and gave him bad hours. Oh, come on. That's just that kind of job. I, I had yeah. many of those kind of jobs. Me too. Of course. And they don't want to work the hours they're working. It's still funny to me when someone quits over a loudspeaker. <laughs> Like that's I always get a laugh at that. So, uh, shout out Nick, I guess.
4: I did see the story, too, where Steven Spielberg says he refuses to work with Tom Cruise.
2: Interesting. Because of his Scientology stuff, or no, what?
4: No. There's no reason. He didn't give a reason why he just says, I'm never working with that dude again. Insider Daniel Rickman is now claiming that's because Steven Spielberg
1: has no interest in reuniting with the action icon, despite Cruise reportedly looking to set up another movie for them. He doesn't go into specifics, but notes that... He does not want to work with (laughs) Cruz. That's
2: crazy. What did they do together? War of the Worlds.
1: That's the only one? War of the Worlds? Huh. Huh.
2: Okay. Hmm.
1: It's also okay if you don't want to work with somebody. Sure. For sure. Because he's not keeping him from a job. Like, there are people I don't like to be around. I don't have them on the radio show. Like who? Nope. (laughs) Male or female? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) But there are people that I'm just, it doesn't put me in a good spot. I'm not a big, and there are probably people that don't have me on their stuff. Yeah. And that's okay. But there are people. Well, never, there's never going to be a guest here.
4: And you would never have like a starting director, like a young director, say something like that. Steven Spielberg. has worked. He, he's not he's lacking like, movies. Who is a
1: bigger director than Steven Spielberg? Martin None. Scorsese. Yeah, and, and they're probably equal. Just different kinds of movies. Like Ooh. he's the best. Woody Allen. <laughs> no, he is. He's huge. Yeah, yeah, he but is Steven huge. Spielberg. Is it would really be like Tom Cruise, or it'd be like Tom Brady going, "You know what? I don't want to work with that running back or receiver. Yeah, he's the greatest of all time. He can sure. say whatever he wants, and you don't question it." And you just don't make them work with that running back or receiver. Right. The question is, do you live in a boring state? The website's called The Ladders. They looked at such factors as population over the age of 60, percentage of population that's married, kids, bars, entertainment in the area. They did this whole thing, and I have the top five most boring states oh. based on what there is to do and who to do it with. uh At number five in the most boring state list. Kansas! Oh, wow. Wow. That's Morgan number two's homeland. <laughs> what would you like to say about that?
0: I mean, I love my home. I do understand why it's on the list. It's a lot of flat land and there's not much to do, but the people are wonderful. So Kansas is still good in my heart.
1: At number four on the most boring state list. And I like this state, meaning I've been there and done some fun stuff there. Why, 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 Wyoming!
2: I've never been but I want to go. Mm.
1: Like if you're into cowboy stuff it's awesome. <laughs> cowboy stuff. Cheyenne's went really Cheyenne cool. is great.
4: Had a great time. In Wichita too. We have great times there. Yeah, well oh, for sure Wichita Kansas yeah. the greatest.
1: Uh, number 3. Nebraska. Oh, yeah, it's pretty boring.
4: I'm not going
1: to argue though. I've never been I've been a bunch. Everybody's really nice there. I went to the College World Series in Omaha. I've been around a few times. Number 2. I wonder if I've been to this state. Is South Dakota. Uh, I've been to North Dakota. Oh, North Dakota. But let me shout out to, to Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Sometimes they call in, they're great. They can't be that boring. Yeah! yeah! And then the number one. Oh. oh, no. Most boring state. Yeah. You know it? <laughs> yes. No, but it's got to be
2: somewhere near all these other places.
1: Idaho. Oh, wow. And I'm, I'm going to tell you why this is not wrong. Because I've spent time in different parts of Idaho. If you love the outdoors, it's like the greatest state. I did some stuff on the Payette River, like whitewater kayaking. Mm-hmm. Like, it, Listen, if you just want to be inside and chill, okay, Idaho may not be for you. But if you love outdoors, I don't know, there's a better state. Mountains, yeah. rivers...
2: Well, they said too. They based it on population and bars and whatnot. And these are these are areas with a lot of land, probably not the most people, and probably not a lot of bars.
1: Yeah, I posted a picture here. I am filming outside Boise, Idaho. It's amazing here. Look how happy I am in that. Oh, picture. you so said happy. quote. It's amazing yeah, it's here. Amazing here. Well, yeah. Come on. For some reason, I felt myself sticking up for every state that was mentioned. <laughs> I just love America. Well, because you so know much.
2: what it's like to come from a state too that makes lists that are not like the best. If there's
1: a list. About something sucking, mm-hmm. they put Arkansas on it every time. And I don't believe that.
2: Right. So you have empathy for them, so you're standing up. Thank you.
1: Yeah, it's me, Stand Up for Little Man, as always. Yeah. Classic Bobby. <laughs> Come on. It's time for the good news
5: with Lunchbox. Tell me something good.
3: There was a big group of people off the coast of California. They were doing sailing school, so they're out on sailboats when all of a sudden a massive swell comes and whoosh capsizes all the boats, sends 20 people into the water, including 12 kids. That's when, uh uh-oh, how are they going to be rescued? Surfers, people on their jet skis, boats come from all over, start swimming, grab one kid, grab another kid. And there's about three kids missing for about 15 minutes. Tugboat found them. Wow. Nice. Wow, that is a community effort there. Yeah, fire department, everybody, lifeguards, they all rescue these kids. 20 people all out on sale in school, but they're all okay. That's great.
1: That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over and talk to Jennifer in Austin, Texas right now. Who? Hey, Jennifer, how are you?
5: Hey, morning, studio. Morning. morning. Hey, okay, so I was just listening to the podcast uh, from, I think it was yesterday, and I was listening to y'all talk about whether or not you should wear makeup to your wedding, and I totally think that if you want to, then you totally should
1: quite the controversial topic on social media because we posted it. Here's where it comes from.
5: I, three days a week,
1: I have to have, and by the way, it's not eyeshadow and blush they put on me, but for my TV shows, they put on just some cover-up concealer. I'm no beauty queen. <laughs> I like it sometimes. And it makes me feel confident because do I don't have to worry about zits on my neck. And so I, I talked to Kayla and I say, hey, what if I just wore this for the wedding just a little bit here and there? Just to make, just to feel really me and strong. And, and she was like, don't oh.
4: <laughs> Of course she did.
1: <laughs> and, but I was like, I, ha- I already have a person that, that, that works with me everywhere I go. It's easy. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. And then we posted it on social media and you would have thought I said, hey guys, uh, would you like me to, to pee on our sacred grounds in Washington, <laughs> D.C.? <laughs> no, the, the, I said you mean to put on a little makeup. I understand it's not the most masculine question, but I don't claim to be the most masculine guy. Amy, I know you're just itching to say something. I can see you moving uncomfortably in your seat.
2: Oh, well, because, I mean, yeah, people can have their opinions, and not, while we appreciate this caller, sorry, what is her name again?
1: This will be Jennifer.
2: Jennifer sounds super sweet and awesome, and I love that she's empowering you yeah, you to too. do you Keep on, baby. But also Jennifer is Wait, not the? the one standing next to you Marrying you that day And if Caitlin is like eh, Then I would just lean into like not doing it
4: Well then nobody wears makeup Oh no one Guy or girl Oh, okay. oh! <laughs>
2: Alright awesome
4: <laughs> If
2: I don't wear makeup Nobody wears
4: makeup <laughs> Or how about we both wear dresses If everything's even
2: <laughs> um, You
1: yeah, know I have Obviously that's not the case It was just a little conversation. Jennifer, I appreciate you listening. You know what I like about Jennifer, too, is that she shared that on a previous podcast and still called in. Because we'll still put it on the air. You know, I was looking at a radio report where they figure out data about this show. And we have about 9 million people that listen to this show a week, which is a pretty significant number.
2: Gosh, that's gone up. Or at least I keep a lower number in my head. Yeah, <laughs> me
1: too. Because, keep, right. I give it on 20. Like <laughs> right, 20 people. folks. Yeah, yeah total. Um, but they listen through a lot of different ways. Right. And I think now probably half, close to half our audience listens on podcasts. Crazy. That's why we do such a a, a good job at making sure that podcast is even better sometimes than the show because we do extra on the podcast. So if you're able ever able to listen to that after the show, just search for Bobby Bone Show and listen to the podcast there. Um, Jennifer, thank you for that call. Thank you for calling in. And we appreciate you listening.
5: Yeah, of course. Have a good one, guys.
1: Anything you want to say before I hang up? Because, Amy, we did talk a little bit. Anything you want to add to our conversation there?
5: Oh, um, I just think that makeup should be for everyone. I think it can make anyone feel better about themselves or just look better for cameras and just, like, really boost the confidence. I think, honestly, it should be, like, normal for, like, everyone to be able to wear it if they want to. I don't
1: know. That's just me. I'm like very Gen Z though. So, yeah, me too. I'm very Gen Z. I'm on my TikToks, you know. All right, Jennifer, have a great day. All right, y'all too. And you know what? You know who relates to me right now? Every guy driving a big rig.
2: No, (laughs) that's not the case. Every
1: dude out there working on a farm, Mm. maybe driving a combine. They're like, I feel you, Bobby.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Finally, someone to represent us on the
2: air. (laughs) Okay,
1: let's go and do the news. Bobby's Big Story. Up first, a new CDC study says schools are essentially safe to reopen. Let's go. The study reports schools operating in person have seen scant transmission of coronavirus because schools have done a good job at masking and keeping kids, for the most part, not sitting right next to each other while in class. On a related note, the federal government's planning to buy 200 million more doses of the coronavirus vaccine. The goal is to have 300 million Americans fully vaccinated by the end of the summer. What do you think about schools going back? Are you comfortable? Have you seen any in your school like uh, outbreaks?
2: No, they've our school has done a great job. So, you know, Stashira, for example, she used to rotate classrooms all the time. Well, now they just keep all the kids spaced out in one classroom and the teachers rotate. So it's less interaction from kid to kid and they're masked up the whole time. They've re- I've been really impressed, and so far, our family's been safe.
1: Eddie, any outbreaks at your kid's school?
4: Uh, so my, uh, my older son's middle school, all the teachers kind of got corona like a few months ago, so that was rough. So they had to just shut down school and everyone do Zoom for about two weeks because of that. But other than that, Amy's right. They've been done a really good job masking everyone and not letting classes mingle with other classes.
1: Does it excite you guys a little bit? They're going, let's go back to school. Let's get them up. Yeah. Let's get it up again and, yes. and not, yeah.
2: Kids need it. I just, <laughs> I, even my best friend that's a teacher, she's seeing how uh, difficult it is to really connect with kids over Zoom. And that's how she was having to do it. And so from her perspective and the students' perspective, it's just better for everybody.
1: We got to get everybody in schools and vaccinated and get back to normal. Yep. That's it.
0: Bobby's other story.
1: An 18-wheeler hauling millions of bees overturned on a highway in Texas, and the huge swarm made it impossible to clean up the wreck. You can't get in there because there are bees going to pop (laughs) you. So they had to call in exterminators. Here's a clip that includes a cop calling it in and saying people were rolling their windows up because they were kind of behind the wreck because bees started to go in their cars. And then an exterminator talks about how aggressive the... But I would be aggressive, too, if I was a bee and I was in a dump over.
2: Yeah. First of all, I'd be aggressive
1: if I was held in jail, in bee jail. They're Who knows where I'm scared. going? Here like, go. suddenly
2: I have compassion for the bees. give me a second. I'm the...
5: shut off. about
0: They needed our help because of the bees. They were just too aggressive. They were everywhere. They were all
4: over the side of the highway. I picture the guy who's cruising, listening to the radio with the windows down, and not realizing the bees are coming in. Hey, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> pest control company and a beekeeper who
1: worked the scene told KSAT News that none of the bees were recovered. They had either flown off or been killed by the foam. Well, yeah, they're not going to stick around. The bees are like, oh, uh, let's just guys. There's one bee that's like, guys, I don't know if we should fly off. Okay, oh, you're we don't right. want to get in trouble. It's like me as a kid. Guys, don't do that. There you go. That's the news. Thank you. Bobby's Big Story. We'd love for you to call the show 877-77-BOBBY. That's our phone number. On this week's episode of The Velvet's Edge with Kelly Henderson, if you're into astrology, check out this podcast. Kelly talks to master astrologer Marvin Wilkerson, and they do specific readings for each astrological sign of 2021. So there you go. Thank you. All right, here we go. Check it out Here's a little music To get us going here According to a new survey These are the top Meals That people put together If they have Ten minutes Or less Are you ready? You guess spaghetti Just as as a Just a throwaway guess I'm not gonna hold you to it But spaghetti is not right Oh. Cool.
2: Well then shoot. I'm not on
1: what I had, Amy. Let me put on Cecilia in Louisiana. Cecilia, how are you? Welcome to the Bobby Bone Show.
5: Hi, Bobby. Hi everybody. Hi. Hi.
1: Welcome to the feud. Alright, what's your answer? Um, sandwiches and
5: chips. I'm so excited to talk to y'all on
4: everything. <laughs> like, who cares about the sandwich?
1: Uh like like chips and sandwich. I tell you what, yeah. egg sandwich is on the list. <laughs> at number four, I'll give you egg sandwich. Ding, ding, ding. That's, there's one. Yeah, that's All right, Cecilia. That's so specific. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. tough. Thank
5: They're you. Like Stay Thank with you. it. You
1: still have the category. Cecilia, okay. pick another one. All right. A uh, hot dog. A hot dog. Show me hot dogs. Yeah. Oh, wow. Good one. Okay. Coming in at number four or number three. Sorry. All right, Cecilia, you still have the category. If you run the category... I guess I'll just give you money on my own. Okay. This was, really wasn't a game. But.
5: Oh, uh, oh, yeah, I want money. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> Go ahead.
5: Macaroni and cheese. I don't know.
1: Say it one more time
5: <laughs> macaroni and cheese.
1: Macaroni and cheese. Show me macaroni and cheese. Oh, oh I have that. Okay. Oh. Stay on the phone, Cecilia. You're in the game here. Amy.
2: A TV dinner.
1: A TV dinner. Show me TV dinner! Yeah! Wow! They still eat those? Yeah. There you go. Amy, uh, number two and number one are on the board. You have 10 minutes or less to make a meal. What are the top meals people make?
2: Wow. Oh, when you're making... The, what else can you make unless it's... Just a, a salad.
4: Uh, I mean, I guess... Oh.
2: That can be done in... You're, you're telling me egg sandwiches on there, but a salad's not. You're telling me people are just going to go, I only have
1: 10 minutes. Let me (laughs) put a little iceberg. (laughs) Let's dice some cucumber. No, you're going to grab. You're going to grab and run.
2: Okay, sorry. Cecilia,
1: you have two right. Amy has one. Category back over to you. Name something Um, that takes 10 minutes or less that people are making for for a meal quickly.
5: A hot pot.
1: Ooh. A hot pocket. Hot pocket. Hot, pocket. hot pocket. hot pocket. Show me hot pocket. Oh. No? Oh. Go ahead, Amy.
2: I mean, now I'm thinking like a pizza, but I mean, dad normally has to bake for more than ten minutes. She said hot dog. Uh uh frozen tenders.
1: Frozen tenders. Chicken tenders <laughs> in the
2: microwave.
4: What's
1: happening?
2: What's happening? Eddie, do you have any other better
5: guesses?
4: Eddie, you have
2: one. Yeah,
1: that frozen pizza. Frozen pizza. Show me frozen pizza. Ah.
2: Oh yeah, nice work. Hey, hey,
1: laugh at him now. Yeah, I know. Cecilia, one more shot. Oh my goodness.
6: Um...
1: Think bread. I'm gonna give you that. Both of these have bread. Think bread. Bread. Yeah. No.
6: Don't yell. No one said. Oh. (laughs) Why
1: does Play she yell no? Cecilia, why are you yelling no at me? Biscuits?
2: <laughs> oh, you said think bread. Uh, biscuits. Biscuits. <laughs> okay, corn dog. No. What? what? <laughs> it's bread.
4: <laughs> All
1: right.
2: Listen, Bobby, you're, I Amy, think because you're looking at the list. Think souffle. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, okay, Eddie, one more shot. Yeah, bologna sandwich.
2: I mean, she already said
4: sandwich. I mean, she, she said egg sandwich. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Way well, no, no, I'm going to give you sandwich. one of these
1: answers. One of these answers is a hamburger. <laughs> that takes way too long. Yeah.
2: yeah. What?
1: I didn't <laughs> make the list. Clearly. <laughs> one more has bread on it. Cecilia, one more guess. If you get this right, I'm giving you the prize. If you don't, well, we'll see. It has bread on it, Cecilia. A ham,
5: sa- a ham sandwich. You already said sandwich. <laughs> <Yeah>.
6: Pippa, <you're- laughs> hold on, hold on, hold
1: on. Do we- Pivot your answer. No, there's no meat on this, okay?
2: It's just bread?
1: No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so there's no meat.
1: What is that? Come on, guys.
2: Cecilia,
3: oh, there's the no meat.
1: Oh my
2: God. Okay. Oh my. Okay. How do you
1: guys not have this? Amy, go. You make them all the time.
2: <laughs> I make them all the all time? time. Oh my God. All the time?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's your daughter's favorite it's thing. It's so easy.
2: Oh. Rice? Grilled cheese. Oh, oh my God. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a grilled cheese. Well, I thought sandwiches was eliminated. a sandwich. Eliminated a, san- a grilled said- cheese is not a sandwich. It, it, is it is a sandwich. It will be called a cheese sandwich. It is, actually. We call it's- it grilled cheese, but it's- some people call it a cheese sandwich. I'm telling you, a Bones? grilled
1: cheese is not a cheese sandwich. you telling me
2: right now. I used to eat cheese the- sandwiches
1: as a kid because we couldn't afford meat. There's a difference in a grilled cheese. A cheese sandwich has no butter. You don't cook it. There Grilled cheese is a little fancier, okay? You put your butter on it, you put it on the stove, you look. Get off you're on an island right now. Uh,
2: yeah, okay. Sorry that I eliminated grilled cheese from my brain because when she said sandwiches, you gave her egg sandwich. So I figured that meant all two pieces mm-hmm. of bread with something in the middle.
1: Yeah, that's what you keep figuring. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, you got figured he pooted, but he pooped. Also, you know? Wasn't a good also, day for him. are they eating
2: one. that hamburger like rare?
1: <laughs> okay. Right? Cecilia, because you just sit, <laughs> you've just you sat here and taken the abuse, I'm going to give you a prize anyway, okay? Uh-huh. Oh,
5: wow,
1: okay. I'm going to give you a $50 Marathon Gas gift card because you can go out and fill your tank up. That's the least I can give you for coming on this show, for listening, for being amazing, and for taking part in our... We didn't even plan for that to be a game. That it's was fun. It kind of turned that way.
5: Yes, I'm so excited. Uh, thank you very much.
1: Where do you live in Louisiana, Cecilia?
2: Uh, right, right outside of New Orleans in Slidell, Louisiana. Slidell. I had a softball tournament there when I was. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I remember that trip. That's yeah. where I hit. Tell us, I hit, tell us more. <laughs> I, I hit a.
1: What did you have for lunch that day, you think, the first day of the tournament? I don't
2: remember, but it was a big deal because <laughs> I didn't always start or play that often, but it was a big tournament, and they put me in last minute, and I hit the winning hit. We had my softball coach on to confirm this because nobody oh, believed yeah. me. They, they gave me the, the winning ball they when I ball. left. They, like, basically picked me up at the end because I helped win the game. And that they really— They picked you
1: up at the end of an entire— Amy's stories <laughs> turn into Rudy. Like they slowly <laughs> morph into a Disney movie every time.
2: And my for my childhood, that my trip to Slidell, also, my dad, he didn't live with us. He always worked all the time. But he drove me to that tournament. That was very special. So That's cool. Slidell is warm in my heart for various reasons— and that's why I got excited when she said she lived there.
1: I like that. That's a good story, though. Except for the parts that you embellished. That I that did. Write, the stuff about your dad was cool. did. did I they change your name, Amy? It was, yes. Did they write an article in the newspaper? It front was page? a
2: big deal. No. <laughs> no. Don't don't exaggerate
1: it. Uh, we definitely <laughs> wouldn't. <laughs> Cecilia, thank you for listening. Hold on, okay? Yes.
2: Okay.
1: Thank you. Hey, Cecilia, back in the papers, did you see yes. Amy's story about her winning the tournament? Back in the day? Uh
5: No, it, it may have been next to when my daughter won her soccer
2: game.
1: Yeah, probably yeah. Same day. Mm-hmm. One of the, the same day. That's all 30 for 30 on that bit, two biggest days <laughs> in Slidell sports history. It was about
2: yeah. probably 1993 or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 90- Everyone knows. People still 92. talk
1: about it. Yeah. Had a bit of a traumatic day yesterday. So I have a really strong relationship with Purina. We do a lot for veterans and matching them up with service dogs and we do a lot of dog health stuff as well. We have two dogs now. And so they reach out to Caitlin and they're like, hey, will you do a thing on dog health? And she was like, sure. And so we, we were doing a thing about dog exercise with Stanley my bulldog. And Caitlin and Stanley were, because Stanley can't run a lot, but he likes to run in quick bursts and then get tired and be done. So we have this little loop in our yard that we run around. Well, so Caitlin was running with Stanley and someone was they are digging a trench in my backyard to put some cables in for the new radio studio that we're building there. And Stanley sees the person over there and takes off running across Caitlin and gets tangled up in her feet. She goes down, catches it with her hands. Her, she ripped the skin off almost the full inside of both her palms, oh. so, like falls on it. She had broken her wrist in a biking accident like four or five years ago. Her wrist is so swollen right now. Her thumb and her wrist. She can't move her thumb. She can't bend her wrist back. And I was like, hey, let's go and get an x-ray. And she was like, no, let let me wait a day. Because it's just a bad injury. That Maybe I just re-hurt, didn't re-injure. Woke up this morning before I came to work. We peeled off the the gauze on her hands. I mean, the skin's gone on inside both of her palms. She can't use her hands. I had to wash her face last night for her. And she was like, I we're just still debating on whether she needs to get an x-ray today. I'm always, let's go get the x-ray. Just because if it is broken, you're gonna sit here and mess with it. And it was already broken once in a bad wreck. Yeah. Um, so pretty traumatic day with that. And poor the poor dog doesn't know what's going on. We mm. literally put the leash on him because he knows when it's leash time, it's time to go for a walk. We put the leash on him, went outside for two minutes. She fell. Took him back inside, took the leash off. He had to be like, what just happened? <laughs> I, got, I got leashed for 120 seconds.
2: Oh, man. But she
1: ate it pretty hard, and she's doing okay. I posted on my, my, my Twitter, which is Mr. Bobby Bones. I said, Caitlin goes off into the mountains, <laughs> yeah. jumps off cliffs, falls into rivers, comes out completely unharmed while doing an adventure with Bear girls. Comes home, walks a dog, <laughs> tears skin off inside of her palms, maybe breaks her wrist. Isn't that funny?
2: Well, I was thinking, too, not that that we something like that, you ever want that to happen, but I was, I mean, I'm glad Stanley didn't do that to her the day before y'all left for mm-hmm. Bear Grylls or something. One of my
1: friends messaged me that, too, and she was like, man, I'm glad that happened after. Yeah. Like, if it's got to happen, I'm glad it happened after. Right. But anyway, it stinks. She's not doing great right now, just that she can't use her hands. Like, <laughs> they're gone. Amy called Caitlin yesterday, and I saw Amy calling, and Caitlin's on pain medicine, and so uh, I answered, and I was like, Hello? And he's like, uh, what are you doing? Answer the phone. And I was like, Caitlin's out. Like, she's.
2: At first, I thought he was joking. I was like, is he just joking? Because she had called me and I missed it. And then I couldn't get a hold of her, so I was like, this is weird. I hope that they're okay. I don't know. And then Bobby said that. I was like, oh, gosh, okay.
1: Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's probably going to take her a couple of weeks to get back. Hopefully it's not broken. Mm. Uh, she had a, she was going to do another YouTube cooking thing. She was like, what am I going to do? I can't cook.
4: Yeah, I felt like an idiot, too, because she had asked me to send her some ingredients for one we're going to do like next week, yeah. and I sent her all the ingredients, like detailed text of like limes, cilantro, <laughs> bell peppers. I'm like, great, she's not responding to me. Now I know why.
1: I thought I would do the thing where I get behind her and put my arms in her armpits. Yes. And be be her arms. (laughs) That'd be funny. But
4: never address it's me behind her. Really? And she's like,
1: okay, now let's dump the salt. (laughs) Nope. I said salt. <laughs> like ratatouille <laughs> oh, is that what that is? Yeah. it
2: takes people a while to notice that i did one of those with my daughter who's haitian and her arms are my arms in the video to me it's very obvious but so many comments are like whoa go easy on the self-tanner <laughs> w- with your arms and i'm like can are you <laughs> get your eyes checked it's funny
1: got a lot of voicemails last night here is ricky in tucson
7: just wanted to say shout-out to the new 92.9 The Bowl here in Tucson. Heard you guys' the show this morning. It's super cool. I was wondering, does everybody on the show have, like, a winning song? If so that's pretty cool. Thank we, you.
1: We do. If we win a game, you get a song played. For example, mine is by EMF Unbelievable.
5: You're unbelievable. Oh!
1: Okay. And I don't get to play as many games as I would like Because I have to make the games Mike makes the games I kind of manipulate them You know, we I host the games Yeah, you're the host uh, Amy's song, yours is Lizzo
2: What's it called? Juicy <laughs> Or juice? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> hey
4: Eddie, what's yours? Uh, that's El Nuevo Tao Tao by my Uncle Fufa Tao Tao and this is your uncle. This is truly my uncle, guys. I'm not making that up. My uncle sings this song.
5: So
4: that's Eddie's. Lunchbox?
3: All I do is win. DJ Khaled.
0: All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money
1: and then Morgan has?
0: Luke Combs, Beer Never Broke My Heart. Ray, do you have a
1: song? No, I don't. Oh, that's a, oh, we that's, a, that's a project for Never. us later on. Be thinking of that. We'll come to you tomorrow. All right. Give us, like, your top five suggestions for your winning song. I will.
3: Sam Hunt, Sam Hunt, Sam Hunt.
2: (laughs) Eric Dodd, maybe. (laughs) Eric Dodd, yeah. Yeah.
6: Vacation. Vacation. Vacation.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a good one. Eric Dodd, yeah.
1: Uh, We'll check in with you tomorrow. Uh, Southwest Airlines has joined United, American, and Delta in banning emotional support animals, except for dogs and cats if they're stowed in carriers under the seat. But it just got... You would get on a flight, and it was like Noah's Ark. Sometimes there were two of every animal, and you were like, "Boy, they're really taking advantage of these rules." Now, at one point, when my dog was sick, I got him an emotion. I cheated. I got him an emotional. support. It was that easy. I never took him on a plane, but you could get any animal basically on an airplane. You get on as long on. as
2: they were certified.
1: Yeah, you just go to the doctor, give him a wink, wink, throw him a nickel, and <laughs> all of a sudden you get a free piece of paper. And I did get that piece of paper. But he wasn't really that, and I never used him as that. I ended up getting a tour bus when we were touring and putting him on the bus, which is legal. But if you ever get on a flight and you're like, dang, what's up with all these animals? They're going to cut that back except for the real ones.
2: So like no more miniature horses? Because mm-hmm. we would see those.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I never saw <laughs> miniature no. horses on a plane. <laughs> I just Kangaroos. Heard about them. The thing I saw was a tortoise once. It got riding it. On Stop the it. Pl- no, that's not true. Uh, But starting March 1st, 2021.
2: But even like bigger dogs. So it'd have to be a dog that could fit under the seat.
1: Mm. Like no more great Danes. Oh, Mm -hmm. man. So uh, that's what's up. Amy, what's going on today in your life?
2: Mm, Therapy. Mm, Maybe podcast stuff. What about you?
1: I have a voiceover, like an hour session of voiceover for the TV show. Because we cut a bunch of stuff, but then they don't use it. So I have to go back like three times. So I'm doing that. Is that
2: really hard to do? The voiceover stuff, kind of, because you're trying to match up. Yes,
1: that's the hard part. Because you're trying to match tone and stuff. If it's just me going, "Hey, everybody, I'm Bobby Bones," I do it all day, every day. But I have to match. It. And I'm like, okay, that and I have a guy on the phone with the producer. who's like, okay, say it like you're Jim Carrey doing an alrighty. Then
4: <laughs> I heard that one. Did you hear? Yeah, he did yeah. that last
1: week. Or he said <laughs> he's like, no, be sadder, be darker. And so I'm just trying to match tone of the show. So we're doing that. Um, I have an interview this afternoon with an artist that was going to be on probably next week. He's like in another country right now, so we're going to do that interview. A little sushi dinner tonight. had a a, date? Well, I had an accident, so we're just ordering food in the house. and She can't really use her hands. But, yeah. Uh, All right, that's what's up. You guys have a great day. We will see you tomorrow on tomorrow's show. I don't know. I don't know how much you would hear. I bet it be good though. <laughs> we'll
2: be. I know here. on Friday good Russell
1: geez. Dickerson will be here. Also Heath Sanders will be here Friday. I'm not sure about tomorrow. All
2: right. It's so weird. Heath Sanders is coming in, or I saw he popped up on the calendar. But I, I had a dream about him for some reason. Isn't that weird? And then he was on the calendar. Isn't that weird? To you? Maybe
1: you saw him on the calendar, had a yeah. dream. No, no. That's the what dream I was came
2: first, and then saw it. And I was like, what a weird coincidence. You know? Or you
4: overheard somebody talking about Heat yeah. Sanders.
2: Maybe. I don't know. I don't it think was... you
1: straight went Heath Sanders.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Raw and uncut.
1: Right. All yeah. I know is
2: when I saw him on the calendar, I started to freak out. Like, my brain, that is so weird. But you're maybe you're right.
1: <laughs> See you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. <laughs> this is the Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones.